Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. Hey, we're Aaron and Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to share some fun ways to spend quality time with your children. Welcome to the Marriage After God podcast, where we believe that marriage was meant for more than just happily ever after. I'm Jennifer, also known as Unveiled Wife. And I'm Aaron, also known as Husband Revolution. We have been married for over a decade. And so far, we have four young children. We have been doing marriage ministry online for over seven years through blogging and social media. With the desire to inspire couples to keep God at the center of their marriage, encouraging them to walk in faith every day. We believe the Christian marriage should be an extraordinary one, full of life, love, and power that can only be found by chasing after God. Together. Thank you for joining us on this journey as we chase boldly after God's will for our life together. This is Marriage After God. Okay, Erin, um, this is just, I'm so excited about this episode. I'm, I don't know You're why. Excited I'm excited like, about I'm, all I, the episodes. No, no, I like, like it. No, this is different. This is like, I'm giddy over this because we have young kids and the whole episode is about spending time with our kids, things that we've been learning as... And we, we, should still- let the, we should let the cat out of the bag. You actually really like our kids. So I do. So that's why you get so I'm excited biased. about this. Okay, fine. Um, I was going to say we're going to share things we've been learning as new parents. Are we still new parents? <laughs> Someone recently <laughs> called us new parents. They said, said, I would consider you still new parents. And I'm like, we have we have a fifth kid on the way. How are we still new parents? I think but it's because they're all just so They're little. all young, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're in a lot of... Um, just little kid time. And so, uh, even though this episode is about spending one-on-one time with your kids, really it can go for any age, um, kid. (laughs) Uh, but before we jump into that, why don't you give us a little update on something you shared a couple weeks ago Mm. on studying your kids. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you got to go hear that episode. Um, so I got some journals and I, and I purposed to, take some time to write in those journals things that I'm observing from my children so that I can kind of uh, learn them. Like, like think, think about my children on a level when they're not around and say, what are things that I've seen in my kids, ways they're being, things they've said. So he got one journal for each kid and he's not writing to them per se. He's just writing about them to help him. Yeah, I just I write, uh, write stuff I'm observing as if I'm like <laughs> on a safari. Like I saw Elliot today do this. <laughs> That's a um, way to put it. I will say this. I wrote about uh, Wyatt in the wrong book. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to like, I had to rewrite the whole thing, which is actually kind of good because I wrote it better. Um, but What are some things you're learning about our yeah, kids? Uh, well, just some cool things. Uh, it's cool writing it down because it, and I've only been doing it like once a month right mm-hmm. now. So it's not like every day I'm writing something right. about them. But um, it's cool because I, I write down like em- emotional things about them. Like when I see how they respond emotionally to things. Okay. 
Um, I also write down things that I see them getting good at or interested in or interested in, uh, things they say, cause every once in a while they say something really remarkable I'll, and I'll just, I'll, I'll try and remember those things. And I write it down. I'm like, he said, we asked this question. He answered this way. <laughs> and so just, it's really cool. Um, I've done it twice now. I'm going to continue doing it. You've, and you've encouraged me. You said, Hey, remember mm-hmm. you said you were going to, I'm like, Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think as over time it'll become more of a habit, but it's been a fun thing to, to write down. And I would encourage parents to, to figure out ways that they can learn their children. Do you feel like it's requiring you to pay attention more? So like, are you like no, trying to notice things? I things? am. I am. Like, like your like, eyes oh, are on them more. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the background doing their thing. I, I'm trying to watch them yeah. intentionally. Like, like how do they respond to that thing? How, what, how are they going to answer this question? How are they? So yes, I would say it's making me more intentional. I just think that's so cool. Um, so something that I wanted to share before we get started is that I had a friend recently asked me at church. She, she just said, um, Hey, have you taken Wyatt out on a date? Like just you and him. Okay. Wyatt's our, he just turned three and mm. I was shocked. I was like, no, um, yeah. I haven't. Thank you. Because they know that we do this. They, they know that we like to take the kids out for one-on-one time. And, um, and we've been doing it with the older kids, um, Elliot and Olive, but, I don't know why I just didn't think about taking Wyatt and he is getting to that age where he would probably love it. And so it kind of woke me up and it was a good reminder that um, God knows that we have this desire to spend one-on-one time with our kids. And he used a friend of mine to ask me about it. To remind you. To remind me. It's like a gentle nudge. It was. It was <laughs> It was really cool. So thank you, friend. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Just a little bit of honesty, especially as the our family grows, we because we had Elliot and it was our first time being parents. And so we had all this energy on, on every milestone on everything with him. And then we had Olive and with the, you know, that dwindles a little bit, all that, that attention. Mm-hmm. And then now we have like Wyatt and now Truett and now we have Edith on the way. And I just, sometimes it can be easy to forget certain children in the place they're at, to forget what we did with our older children at that place. Yeah. Or that they're all individuals because we mm-hmm. see them as a pact. We're always going places together. Mm-hmm. And so being able to separate them and, and say yeah. you are unique and you are special and you are, you know, important to us. So before we move on to the topic, uh, we just want to uh, tell you about a new free resource. One of our ways we minister uh, through this ministry is by creating free resources and paid resources. We have our books, of course, but we also love to create these free resources to encourage you in your prayer life and your marriage and your parenting. And the new one we have, um, I don't know if you've taken the marriage prayer challenge yet, um, but now we've created a parenting prayer challenge where you can sign up to pray for your son or daughter or both, and we'll send you a prayer prompt every day for 31 days to encourage you in your prayer life over your kids. It's a, it's pretty awesome. And all you got to do is go to parentingprayerchallenge.com and sign up completely free today. Go do that today. Okay. So the topic for today is, you know, spending one-on-one time with your kids, um, spending quality time with your kids. Some even call it dating your kids, mm. like date, having date night with your kids. Um, and I'm not sure exactly where this came from, um, but we have two people, two couples in our life that have been instrumental in our faith and in our parenting mm. that we wanted to share with you guys because I'm sure the idea came from one of two of these places. Or M- both. Or both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt and Lisa Jacobson from Faithful Life Podcast and Isaac and Angie Tolpin from Courageous Parenting Podcast. Um, again, both of them have been instrumental in both of our faith and our parenting, mm-hmm. and they're so encouraging you guys. So if you're not already following their podcast, you need to go check them out like right now. Yeah. And we, we started doing, uh, dating our kids, uh, after Olive was born, Elliot was getting older. He was almost three 
And uh, we've tried to continue it since. There's seasons that we totally forget to do it. Um, but we, we try and uh, make it bit built into a, a regular routine. Um, so just one example. Right now, Olive's in dance, and so I take her to dance. And I sometimes, um, maybe every other week, I'll go early and we'll go have dinner together yeah. before she goes to dance. And so it's just me and her, and uh, that's actually been a lot of fun. Uh, we get to go eat together, and then she goes and dances off all the food that she ate. Yeah. Not all of the the opportunities that we take with our kids happen regularly um, because we're, well, we're going into having five now, um, our it's oldest being harder. seven. Yeah. yeah, and it just gets hard. So we try and take advantage of every opportunity that we have. But as a large family, we also like to do things together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say our goal is usually to take um, one kid out a month. And yeah. so either you will take them or I will take them. Um, yeah. Or you take Two and I take two. So we kind of just mix it up and we play with it. A good tip to make it more regular, and we tried this in the beginning, was um, monthly birthdays. So pick, so Elliot's birthday's on on the seventh, right? And so we remember we tried doing on the seventh of each month would be like that date day for um, Elliot. We haven't been consistent with that, but if someone might, someone might be able to take that and run with that idea. And yeah. The, the, the thing that I remember from that, uh, when we tried it was that the kids, um, began to expect uh, it, yeah, they did. which was cool because we want them to know that it's we want to spend time d- with them, date, day coming up. but yeah. we also like the spontaneous, Hey, I'm going to take you on a date right now. So, yeah. um, we'll leave that one up to you mm-hmm. to decide, but we thought it'd be fun to, um, share with you some standout moments that we've had with our kids on these date days. Do you want to start Aaron? Yeah, so speaking about Olive, uh, we I would take her to dinner, and we go to one of our favorite restaurants, and it's right there, right where she goes to dance. And I'll leave early, and we'll we'll spend about an hour eating together and just talking. Sometimes she's coloring. Sometimes she will, she'll bring a book that she loves, and I'll read it to her. Um, but a, a couple of cool things about this is it really stands out to other people. Mm. They start seeing me with my daughter, and they're like, "Wow, this dad's with her daughter," or just it's it's a it's a really intimate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an example to others which has been really cool. It also gives you enough time to just ask them questions and be like, who are you? Yeah. Who, this little girl who's growing and turning into a, her own person mm-hmm. with her own ideas and with her own dreams and um, which is just a really powerful thing. Uh, but re- this, a couple months ago, there was a really uh, funny thing that I found out about Olive from dating her. Um, so we go to this restaurant and I, and I order something I've never ordered before. And it's this like shrimp pasta um, dish. It's amazing. I loved it. It's like one of my new favorite things. <laughs> and I get it. I'm like, oh, this is so good. Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. And Olive leans in. She's like, what's that smell? And I'm like, I'm like, She's what? really straightforward. And she's blunt. like, dad, that smells disgusting. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? And she literally like, she's like, can, she's like, I can't eat dad. You're, this is ruining everything. I don't like that smell. I find out she doesn't like seafood smell because it smells a little sh- like shrimp. And she's like, it's disgusting. So every time I order, she's like, dad, don't order that. I can't eat when you order that. <laughs> I actually remember her coming home that night. And so you went to dinner first and then dance. So you guys were gone for a couple of hours. And she came home and I was like, oh, how was it? And she goes, mom, dad ordered this food that I did not like. <laughs> it was disgusting. Um, and so, so I true. found out that Olive doesn't like the smell of seafood. <laughs> so, so I have to get that pasta when I'm not around Olive now. That's funny. Um, something that stood out to me was, um, I remember, um, a while ago just having a hard day and needing a mommy break. You know, all the moms right now are like, yep, I, I feel you. Um, and so I asked Aaron if he could come in and watch the kids while I went and grabbed some lunch by myself. And I was really looking forward to it because you had said oh, yes. I remember this day. Okay. You understood and said yes. And I was getting ready to go. 
And it was a day that I was actually having a really hard time with Olive. And so I don't know why all these stories revolve around her, but she's special. She's special. She's our um, little girl right now. <laughs> She she was just having a, a very emotional day, which was new for her de- in her development. She she mm-hmm. wasn't like this b- before, and it was rubbing me the wrong way. And so um so I was getting ready, and you looked down the hallway, and you you kind of signaled to me like I said it quietly. Cause do you want to take her? You learn really quick not to say things out loud. Yeah. Then it's like they expect everything. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was actually really frustrated that you even acknowledged that. Or even ask you. Or even ask me because I just wanted to get out of there. And and I'm just being honest. Um, and I just felt in my gut like, I, yes, that's the right thing to do. And so but I. But with your body language, it was like, no. <laughs> so I no, said, Olive, come here. And she came running down the hall and she goes, where are you going? Because I had my shoes on. I said, I'm going to lunch. You want to go with me? And she lit up like just. You made her day. I did. And so we went to lunch and I sat down and I tried asking her some questions and getting to know like what's going on. I I acknowledged that she had been emotional and she acknowledged that she had been emotional. And it was a really encouraging time for our relationship. I, I, it was almost like God showed me where it's going to be when she's 16. I know. I love those glimpses. I'm so so cool. Um, and just being able to, um, being able to get her away from all the boys in the family and just see her for who she was and what she was going through. It was like an eye opener for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that really stood out to me and, and showed me like my little girl's growing up and I need to be there for her. And what does that look like? We also took a little devotional with us and it was a book that you actually started going through with her um, on your guys's dates. And so I took it with and read a page out of it and we talked about it and she was just, she came back just different from that mm-hmm. opportunity. Well, it, it totally encourages her, makes her feel so loved. And like she, yeah, she had a totally different attitude the rest of the day mm-hmm. from that time with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that's kind of how it is with all of our kids. I love when I go out with Elliot. Um, I, again, I take him to piano and then I, I'll take him to a lunch. So I, I, we, what we do is we couple events, things that you already have responsibility yeah. to. So I'm like, Oh, if I just leave a little early, then I can go actually have a date with my son. Mm-hmm. He looks forward to it and we go and we'll color together We'll talk. I, I purpose to put, not have my phone out at all. That's good. Like I have to check it every once in a while for a text message. Or like I, I'm, you might call me or something, but I try and put it away so he knows that I'm intentionally mm-hmm. trying to be with him. And then like I, I just try and be, it's actually, honestly, it's hard sometimes because mm-hmm. I'm like, how do I engage with my son? Like I have to, I'm trying to come up with creative questions. I'm yeah. trying to, I'm trying to dig deeper than just what we always hear out of his mouth. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, what about this? What do you want to, you know? But you can't expect it because when they're so young, they might not, and that's okay. Yeah, and but I just but I have to try. Yeah, yeah. And so it it, it it's cool. The last time, oh, the last time I went on a, a date with him. So he's been loving video games. Where he's playing Zelda, like the the little, um, the it's like a remake of the original Zelda. It's pretty awesome actually. And he just talks about it a lot. And I and I'm like, okay, Elliot, you know that someone came up with this game, right? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well. This whole story, everything you love about this game, like someone, someone designed created it. it. Someone made it up, yeah. It came up from there, like all the names of the characters and all the places and all the... And he's like, well, really? And I'm like, and you could too. <laughs> and I actually started like talking and I was like, why don't you describe like a game? Mm-hmm. And like we literally spent the hour and he came up with his own game about a little boy in a, with a backpack and his backpack has all of his powers and toys. And we came up with what the adventure was going to be about and he had to save the ancient and he's... And and it gave an opportunity where I was able to coax out of him more creativity and he was actually able to see beyond this thing mm-hmm. that he loved to something that he could create like something he loves. That's so cool because you took something that he was interested in and you saw you saw it 
and you said, now how can I use this to right. benefit our relationship? And it, it was fun because it made the conversation unique. It, it actually drew something out of him, made him, I, I would imagine made him feel more powerful. Like, wow, I could, I could do that. Yeah. Like that. I could make that thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was even possible. And I'm like, well, yeah, someone made it. <laughs> So That's it was cool. a lot of fun and I actually got to hear his creativity and I would ask him questions like, well, what does that character do? Where did he come from? Mm-hmm. And now he's like creating these backstories. And, yeah. like, and so I told him, I was, like, you, I was like, you should do that as a school project this year. Come up with a game. <laughs> so that was, that was a really powerful, fun experience too. That's awesome. Um, another uh, standout memory that I have um, is with Elliot. I sw- I'm not trying to copy you <laughs> on these stories. It's okay if you are. I know. Um, but this actually happened when we were on vacation, I was pregnant with Wyatt. And so Elliot was probably like three, almost four years old. And we had gotten the opportunity to go to Maui and it was Mm -hmm. really fun. And I remember, um, waking up really early one morning and I, I shook you and I was like, Hey, can I take Elliot out? And you're like, yeah, but he was sleeping, but it was so cool. I woke him up and we snuck out without, without Olive waking up and you, so you and Olive stayed resting well it's probably like 5 45 in the morning and i'm like trying to get dressed in the dark and we um we went downstairs because we were staying at like this resort with access to the beach and we went their um their coffee shop opened at six and so we went and got a bagel and walked all the way out to the beach and i just sat there and we ate a bagel and then he played in the sand for like 30 minutes 40 minutes and we walked back up and got to have breakfast again with you guys. And it's such a standout memory for me because I, I just, I loved having that one-on-one time with him. Mm -hmm. I loved that we got to take a special, unique opportunity away from everyone else just to be together. Um, We got something that we both love and shared it, a bagel. (laughs) And I have this memory of sitting on the beach, even though that whole vacation was pretty memorable. That's what stands out to me because I sat on the beach with just my son and I got to watch how he plays and I got to observe him and mm-hmm. engage with him and love on him. And it was just, I don't know. One of the things we'll talk about in just a minute is just the benefits of having that one-on-one time with your kid. And I would say building memories like that where they stick with you. And, and you want to stick with them too. Well, I, with I them, believe. but it makes you want to recreate them. Ah, it's so powerful for the, for the relationship, for the friendship, for the um, engaging aspect of what this is. You know, in this this episode, our, I would say our main goal in in, sh- in sharing these things with you is when we're in, in parenting and in just marriage and in life and in church and all these things, like there's so many things drawing our, our energies and attentions. And every once in a while, we just need to be reminded that there's we, we need to be taking opportunities to slow down mm-hmm. and to g- get get off the beaten path with our kids, yeah. to get to know them, to to let them know that we, we are there for them. We mm-hmm. like them. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing to love your kids. It's another thing to like your mm-hmm. kids. And like our kids need to know that we like them. Mm-hmm. Like I want to spend time with you. I want to be near you. I want to know who you are and what yeah. you, how you think. So, so that's our encouragement. So like, let's, what are some benefits? You know, if, if those that are listening now start trying to implement some way yeah. that they can have, you know, that they should be taking these t- date days, date nights, uh, alone time with their kids. Well, I, the first thing that comes to my mind, um, and it just happens when you have multiple people in the family, uh, when you step away with just one, is you get uninterrupted time with them to really hear them and what they're going through mm, and nice. to chat. It really is nice because anyone with m- mm. multiple people in a family, you sit down at the dinner table and everyone's talking over each other and we're working on that. <laughs> Our kids are, mm-hmm. are pretty young, so they're still learning that. But um, 
it's all the time mm-hmm. in the car while they're playing. It's like a, it's constant. And so being able to pull away from the crowd and saying, hey, I see you and I hear you and I want to hear more. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. And then that goes into the other part of this, which is uh, you get you get to be undistracted. Yeah. Right. But now this also takes like you should be intentional on this. Like I said, I, I try right. to not have my phone out. Because I don't want to just be, and and sadly, we see this sometimes. You see a father with their kid, and they're just, that dad's on their phone. And I don't want to be that guy, and I've done that Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. Make sure that we're, like, the intention is to be with your child. So it kind of gets you out of your elements to where you're purposeful, and you're thinking ahead. You're you're thinking through all the steps while you're on this date, because your purpose is for them. Yeah, and you know what? Our children see it. Yep. They they feel when we're with them or not. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm just here. Dad's just here, but he's not here. Yeah. Or mom's just here and she's not here. So intentionally putting it away, which totally shows them respect and mm-hmm. honor and says, I want to know you. I'm mm-hmm. here for you. So mm-hmm. um, it lets them know that there's, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but it lets them know that they're special, that they're an individual from the family pack. They're not just one cog in the whole piece. They're like a, that they're yeah. a person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also get to know them, you know, what, like you mentioned studying your kids earlier. Mm-hmm. And I feel like having that one-on-one time, you really get to know them where they're at, what they're going through. Um, something that I, I, I mentioned um, Isaac and Angie Tolpin earlier from Courageous mm-hmm. Parenting and Isaac, um, he just has this really great tool that he uses with his family really that he this. shared with us. Yeah. And he really is good at this, like naturally. But he talks about going three questions deep. And this is a great tool to use for little kids because sometimes you ask them a question and either they don't un- fully don't understand <laughs> or they don't know how to answer it. And so by asking the same question three different ways, um, you get you get to pull from their heart. Mm-hmm. And so um, maybe you guys can just tuck that away or go go look up, um, you know, Courageous Parenting and check that out. But it, he talks about going three questions deep. Yeah. Um, but Aaron, why don't you give them some examples of what kind of questions they can ask on these dates with their kids? And th- this isn't the definitive list, of course. No, no, but um, just some things that we go through. Yeah, uh, and, and the idea is, and I, it's a challenge, is I want to be deeper than just like, Hey, how are you? Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? Which I love those questions, but that like, yeah, we want to be able to go deeper. So what do you know about God? Mm-hmm. Which is a great question for discipleship because then you get to find out like where they're at in in understanding God. They like, might, they may say some off the wall thing that you might have to correct. <laughs> yeah. Or they, or they'll blow your mind away and be like, wow, I didn't even, I've never thought of that yeah. about God. So or how do you know that? Cause yeah, I didn't teach did, you yeah. that. <laughs> um, another question is what has God been teaching you? Yeah. Which actually makes them think like, wait, God teaches me things. Oh, yeah. And then they can think like, oh, well, maybe to be more patient with my sister. Yeah. Like something like that. Um, what have you been interested in lately? Mm-hmm. And you might already know interest- the answer. Well, I was going to say their interests can change. So yeah. you might know the answer, but it could also surprise you. Yeah. Because like forever, Elliot loved Iron Man and now it's like Spider-Man, but now yeah. it's not even Spider-Man. It's <laughs> Zelda. Zelda. <laughs> so Link. Yeah. Um, how are your relationship with your, with your relationships with your siblings? This is a really good one for for kids, you know, that they are recognizing that their mm-hmm. relationships with their siblings are important. And so if they're, they're they'll most likely be honest with you about how they yeah. are. Go three questions deep, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, a good question is what things have you been frustrating or have been frustrating you lately? Mm-hmm. Like ask them like, hey, has there been things that have been bothering you? Yeah. Like, are you frustrated with something? Like, or do you feel, you know, sad about something? Mm-hmm. Something that I've been um, used to asking when I'm, I have one-on-one time with the kids. Like Ellie and I just ran an errand recently and he jumped in the car and we were headed over to my sister-in-law's house and I just asked him, hey, hey bud, how's your heart? What's going on? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking about lately? 
So just things like that mm. are really good. And then the last one, Aaron. Uh, this is a hard question to ask yeah. your kids. Um, and it's, you know, sometimes they're not, they won't even know how to answer this, but if you want to honestly know the answer and you honestly ask it, uh, is how have I been doing as your mom? How have I been doing as your dad? Mm-hmm. Is there areas I can grow in? Mm-hmm. Is there things that I do that bother you, frustrate you? Now, it doesn't mean that their answer is always going to be applicable or mm-hmm. right, but it's a, it's a way of honestly saying like, I, I care how my children view me. Yeah. Not maybe that I they'll just, be, maybe they'll be really affirming. And yeah. it'll encourage you. Well, and younger, they're, they're all, you're the best dad ever. <laughs> you're the, like, and you, and you get like, you're probably not, or you don't feel that way. But as they grow up and they know that you care, yeah. they know that you want to know. And if we see this as a longevity thing, like an investment, then each time that we're with them and we're asking these kinds of questions or we're asking this specific question. They might start thinking of better answers. <laughs> well, not just that, but they're in their own maturity and development. They will have more deeper yeah. Right. But you've prepped them over the years on. Well, and what it's also doing is, is building in them a trust of you can mom and dad want to know and I can tell them. Yeah. You can want to know things. Yeah. And I get to, and I, and I want to tell them things and I want to share with them. So it's this open line of communication and Mm. it's not just not having deep. If we, as parents early on think, Oh, I'm not, I can't have deep conversations with my kids. Then when they're older, it's not going to just start out of nowhere. Right. So we got to start now, even if, the conversation doesn't go deep. Mm-hmm. At least you're you're teaching your children like, hey, well, let's communicate. Yeah, I want to hear from you. That's good. You know. So we were talking about the benefits of why we do this, why we have one-on-one time mm-hmm. with the kids, and we took a little side tangent to talk about questions that we ask them on these dates. But let's um, finish up with this list of just some of the benefits. Uh, and one of them is uh, you get to know them. Yeah. Like, remember we talked about we want to like our kids. Yeah. Like you get to know your kids. You get an opportunity to speak into their life. Yeah. Like going back to that whole continuing that open and line of communica- communication, you want your children to come to you for advice. You want your children to talk to you. So yeah. speaking into their life. Here's two of them. I'm going to share fun for both of you. It mm-hmm. just, whatever you're going to go do. And it doesn't mean you have to spend money. I mean, I'll say this though. Fun is a, is a heart position and a, uh, it's a posture you have to take. Yeah. You have to decide in your heart. I'm, this is going to be a fun thing, not a inconvenient thing. Right. Because I have a hard time with that. Mm-hmm. I can be like, okay, this is inconvenient. I have other things I want to be focusing on. But yeah. if we say, nope, this is going to be a fun thing. I want to spend time with my kid. Well, and you can look at fun and say, you know, what's something that I think would be fun that I want to invite my child right. into? Or you can look at it from their perspective and say, what would be fun for them? Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one I want to share, I already touched on it earlier, but it's building those memories mm-hmm. um, and allowing your children to build those memories of, of having fun and, and doing something with just mom mm-hmm. or just dad. Uh, another one, it's just logistically, uh, especially when your family starts growing, uh, taking one or two of the children out of the home helps the other parent also gives a, it, it, it gives a dynamic of, of reprieve. It allows for other things to ha- take place. It allows your wife or your husband to have time to themselves or yeah. with the other kids. So there's just a, a strategic logistical thing that happens with taking one of the kids. And then, um, also your kids begin to look forward to it. Yeah. Even if it's spontaneous, they still know like mom and dad love yeah, me and they like me and they happens. want to, yeah. I'm going to get time alone. Yeah. And you know, it also opens that opportunity that they, our kids come to us and they say, can I go on a date with you? Mm-hmm. They actually invite us mm-hmm. on dates. They, 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 they long for those times alone with us. Yeah. Um, I'm going to run through a couple benefits just for the parents sake. Um, investing into this relationship long-term so casting that vision of like, kind of like when I said, when I was sitting at the table with Olive, it felt like how I would be sitting with her at the coffee shop at 16. 
Um, and Which is so, exactly what you're doing. You're That's a pattern you're building of, if you want to be sitting when your child's 16, 17, 18, 20, and you have that deep, close relationship, it doesn't start then. Right. It starts right so now. So we, we admit we don't have a 16-year-old, but I would assume that if you haven't, if we haven't been um, putting in the time and investing in that way, when they're 16, are they going to want to spend that quality time with us? Well, I hope so. Well, yeah, well, yeah but <laughs> I think the investment comes way earlier on, and I think um, we need to be mindful of that. Well, and I'll, I'll throw a shout out. Isaac and Angie Tolpin from Courageous Parenting, This we they do have older children, and this is what they say. They say, yeah. hey, we started early investing in this because we wanted our children mm-hmm. to want to hear from us, want to spend time right. with us, and they do. Yeah. So we have examples in our life that we get to look at and say, well, let's just start now. Yeah. And let's follow that example. Another benefit is, Aaron, you mentioned that um, that whole heart posture of, of kids being inconvenienced, like being an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about one-on-one time with your kids, um, going to spend that quality time with them um, reinforces that they're important and special to your heart so mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel like a burden, the day in and day out things that you're doing with them, because even you start to look forward to spending that quality yeah. time with them. Um and then you get to have fun. Like when I think about go, taking my kid for a treat, sometimes it's even spontaneous to us and that, mm-hmm. hey, there's this window of opportunity and I want to go mm-hmm. share it with them. Um, I like a treat. I like coffee. I like hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I like a good conversation. And so it's a benefit to us in that way. And then the last one, which Aaron, you you touched on, um, but it alleviates the other parent who's with the other kids for a brief time. So if I yeah. take one or even two, of my kids and I go on a date with them and you're at home with the other ones, it's just, it, it changes the atmosphere a little bit and it, I think it's nicer and easier. I'll say this also just, um, not just on the date side of things, we've kind of made a a commitment to each other. It doesn't happen every time, but if any one of us are ever going to go run an errand, we always take one or two. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for the children. And it also is an opportunity for your spouse and it, it's, it's just, it's called this, like it's divide and conquer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's this idea Except of like, you enjoy it, yeah, but you enjoy it. So <laughs> it's just a, it's a, it's a pretty like just smart strategy for not always having that, like the burden of all the children all the time on just your wife or just right, your husband. Right. Like you, there, it's this idea of like, we're going to work as a team so that this, this parenting thing yeah. doesn't feel burdensome all the time. Yeah. Cause sometimes it does. Okay, you guys, we've shared a lot, but um, we also wanted to share some cool, practical date ideas to spend time with your kids. Um, and these are just a handful. There are so many more. Uh, and especially when you think about different age categories, because different kids will be interested in different mm-hmm. things. Um, and we also just want to be clear that you do not have to spend extra money on these things. You, you, you can make it as simple as going for a walk around the block and heading to the park playing catch with your son or mm-hmm. daughter um or or you can save up and go to a nice you know dinner with them mm-hmm. um but we just want to reiterate that you don't you don't have it doesn't have to be a painful experience as far wallet. as finances or <laughs> well, and, time well and our kids are are um they're so super complicated but they're also very simple yeah time yeah they want time. presence and time so like i would imagine my son Elliot if I just took him to the top, we have a hill, uh, a, you know, a butte that we can go look up on top of at sunset or sunrise. Like he would just love that. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. It would just take the time to do it. So here's the thing. Don't let anything keep you from excusing your way out of this. If you're a parent and you have a child or children, no matter what their age is, it's important to spend quality time with them and, and have one-on-one time with them. 
um, to, to have those conversa- conversations and share with them your heart and mm-hmm. hear their hearts and really just invest the time into that relationship. And I, I think this is a good word and warning to all of us as parents, um, especially looking at the longevity of our relationships with our kids and where we want to be with them when they're older. Yeah. And just a note, imagine or just realize what you as an individual need and desire. Yeah. Like, don't you want like your spouse to spend quality time with you, mm-hmm. alone time, to get to know you, to look mm-hmm. in your eyes and say, who are you? What are mm-hmm. you doing? Jennifer, we just had to talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know, that like, hey, I want you to get to know me. I want you to to ask me deep questions. Yeah. Um, Even if you were to think about along those same lines, Aaron, if you were to think right now, everyone listening, about you as a child and what I you know, desired I think, most. I think about these things. Think about that. Spend some time today and really think about what what did you desire most from your mom? What did you desire most from your dad? And if you have children, try and implement those things. Try and be that way. Can I, I don't know if I'm right in this, but I would imagine the things that we wished we had the most, the things that we wished that we got from our parents are probably the things that we have the hardest time giving to our kids. Mm. I would imagine that's true because we, we've seen in our own lives, like me, um, patience. Mm-hmm. That's something that my mom and dad struggled with with me at times. I'm not a very easy person to be patient with. And so patience has been something I've had to like work really hard to give my kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you like look at your relationship with your parents, I would imagine the thing that you longed for the most and probably didn't get mm-hmm. is the thing that you might have the hardest time giving, mm-hmm. but don't let that be the reason. Mm-hmm. Like say, okay, you know what? God help me in this. Yeah. I want to give this to my kids. Yeah. I want to give them that attention, that affection, that patience, that mm-hmm. gentleness that I didn't receive. Mm-hmm. And even without thinking about it, every person mm-hmm. in the world, every human desires what? To be known and loved. Yes. So bottom line, this is an opportunity for us to get to know our children, to, to let them know we know them, that mm-hmm. we're paying attention, and to give them that quality time where we're conversing with them about things and, um, and loving on them. Okay, let's give some ideas. Okay. These are practical ideas for... And you'll have to look at this and figure out the age range, you know, what, where your kid is at mm-hmm. age wise and say, oh, this would be appropriate or this would be applicable. And then talk to each other about scheduling and timing and like, is this something we can um, put on the calendar? What would be best? And, and how does how it work? Do mm-hmm. Like, like practically. And we like, would is encourage. Is it once a month? Is it we would every encur- other week? We would encourage you guys to take time doing it because even mom who's at home with the kids all day, she still needs that one-on-one time. So finding ways to give mom that opportunity and then finding ways that dad gets those opportunities Mm -hmm. and every family will look different. Okay. So here's some ideas, a meal date, just picking a breakfast, a lunch or a dinner and going somewhere. Maybe you bring it like you make a pack of lunch and you go to a park or Or bring them to either yours or theirs favorite restaurant. Right. And just you you and them. Another one is um, grabbing hot chocolate and bringing a game along or coloring yeah, depending on their game, age coloring a little a mini miniature, miniature board game yeah some, some like um what's that dice game um yahtzee i was gonna say farkle or farkle oh, that's <laughs> a fun one. Uh, but hot chocolate and i'm assuming as they get older it might turn into coffee date but hey yeah that's that's fun another idea is like uh, treat them to a treat uh like a cookie or a, a bagel or a, a cupcake or something like that a donut we mm-hmm. love donuts um, and a devotional Bring some sort of like, uh, you know, child appropriate devotional and just read it with yeah. them and talk to them and say, what do you think of that? What, what you have any questions for Or me? maybe you don't have a resource, but you have a very specific conversation that you want to share with them mm-hmm. privately. Yeah. Um, use that opportunity for that. Another one would be 
the trampoline part. Aaron, you're really good at this one. I like this one. <laughs> I well, this like is I'm, like a fun one for I me. I feel like I'm always <laughs> pregnant, and so it's hard for me to feel comfortable jumping, um, and I get dizzy really easily, but you love taking the kids, and the kids look forward to you taking mm. them to the trampoline park. And it gets a lot of energy out, and you mm-hmm. can do it with them, and it also requires you not, you're not going to be on your phone because it's hard to jump on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be trampoline. It could be laser tag or something fun like right. that, but it's just going to one of those places that is very kid-friendly and Another having fun. That's free. A bike ride? Just, unless you don't have bikes. Unless you don't have bikes. But you could rent some. You can go for a walk, but a, a mm-hmm. bike ride, a lot of people have bikes. Yeah. Uh, go for a, just a bike ride around your block. Uh, go take the bike somewhere on a trail and just have that time of, you know, going, stopping and looking at stuff and talking. Wear your helmets. Wear Even your helmets. you, mom and dad. Yep. Be, be an example. <laughs> um, another one is... Um, Interest shopping. And what I mean by this is uh, just for example, okay, Elliot's so into Legos and we have this really cool local guy who has a Lego store and it's small and it's like a boutique, but you go in there and there's Legos everywhere. He has a personal collection that he switches that in and out. And so just taking a random afternoon to go check out the Lego store. And it doesn't um, mean even you have to buy anything. Nope. Like we tell our kids all the time, we like to go look at things and we'll say, we're not buying anything today, but let's go look. And then they're like, okay. So their expectations are totally set. And they enjoy looking at stuff. Yeah. So I say interest shopping because it could be anything from window shopping down in a downtown area to eventually, you know, your girl is 16 and she actually Mm. wants to go shopping. (laughs) So it could change depending on the child. This next one's a free one also. And Elliot loves this one. Uh, Barnes and Noble trip or library. And what we do is we just go and Barnes and Noble is fun because you can go and they have so many different types of books. And we'll sit in the back and he's just like picks a book up, starts looking through the pages, mm-hmm. picks another book up. Sometimes we'll be like, hey, dad, read this one to me. We'll go sit down. Yeah. I just read to him. And, and it's just me and him and it's mm-hmm. quiet in there. There's been a couple of times you guys have come back with a gift for Olive or something like that. So be, right. using the opportunity as a thoughtful way to say, you're not going to get anything, but what would stand out to your sister or your mm-hmm. brother or your mom or dad? <laughs> um, another one would be um, going to get ice cream. Go yeah. and get ice cream. Go for a walk. Some ice cream places do like a, a factory tour. You can do something fun like oh, yeah. that. Uh, one more is, uh, we got two more. Uh, run an errand. This is like a, a really practical one. I have to go do something. I have mm-hmm. to go get the mail. I have, we have to go to the grocery store and take a child with you. Mm-hmm. And they're your partner. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'll take, uh, you know, Wyatt and he's in charge of the list or Elliot will be in charge of the list of what we're getting. And yeah. I'll say, okay, we're looking for this. Where are aisles that on? And so it's like a fun, something that has to be done, but they're doing it with me and they're, they're your partner in, in that job. And it's fun when you give them a job to do on that errand. Oh yeah. I know you just mentioned that, but I just am thinking like, yeah, they really think that they're valued and Mm -hmm. have responsibility in the family when they get to be a part of it. The last one that we want to share with you is just a special event. This could be as simple as volunteering to help someone move. So dad and son go help so-and-so move or, uh, or baby shower. I think of all the times that, um, I get to take Olive on a a little date, um, and share in a experience like a baby Mm -hmm. shower, you know, with her. And so, even something like that, you can utilize an event opportunity um, to take your kids on a date. Yeah. And there's a ton of other things. Just w- our heart was just to get your mind on this. Yeah. Like what are ways that you can get alone with your children and get to know them and take in turns, dad doing this, mom doing this, because they want to know both of your hearts are with mm-hmm. them. They want to know that both of you know them and that you desire to be with them and like them. And it also, it, yeah, like you said, the pack, it, it shows that they're an individual amongst the family. Yeah. Uh, but that they're also a part of the family. And as I was just thinking about this, um, you know, we shared questions that you could ask your your child to be able to pull out, you know, that conversation from their hearts. 
Um, but also give them the opportunity to ask you questions. You know, say, is oh, there yeah. anything that you, that's been on your heart that you want to ask mom or dad? Anything that's confusing or you you've been know about me? struggling? Or yeah, you want to know about me? So I think opening up opportunity for your kids to ask you questions would be a really uh, huge benefit to the relationship by doing that. Totally. So uh, we hope that encouraged you. I uh, hope we gave you a lot of good ideas to run with. The next time you go on a one-on-one date time with your kids, be sure to post a picture and share it on Instagram and tag Marriage After God so that we can see what you guys are up to. It'll be inspiring to all of us. As usual, we end in prayer, so why don't you pray for us? Dear Lord, thank you for the gift of family. Thank you for the blessing of children. May we be people who are willing to make our children feel special and to feel seen and heard. Help us to spend quality time with them, building fond memories and moments that build our trust with them. Help us to carve out time to show our kids that we desire to be close with them and want to dialogue with them. We pray we would be fun and intentional parents with a purpose of teaching our kids your ways. May our children have a heart to build a family of their own because they love our example and appreciate all that they have experienced. May your love be woven into our legacy and may your light shine in our relationships with our children. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us on this episode. Uh, If you haven't left us a review, please take the opportunity to do that now. We love reviews from our listeners. And also don't forget to get the new download. Uh, It's not a download, it's a challenge. The Parenting Prayer Challenge. Uh, You go to parentingprayerchallenge.com, sign up. It's completely free and we'll send you prompts every day for the next 31 days. Uh, to pray for your children. We love you guys. See you next week. Did you enjoy today's show? If you did, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Also, if you're interested, you can find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today.